Breakfast Show. Wayne Persky joins us from the Sunshine Coast Golf Centre. Wayne, good morning. Morning, gents. How are you going? Very well. I saw a great finish yesterday in the golf in the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Kurt Kitayama winning on tour for the first time. Been a professional since 2015. Up until yesterday, $4.2 million in prize money over eight years. He wins yesterday $3.6 million in the bank. <laughs> yeah, those numbers are, are quite amazing, and I'm sure, you know, it's a life changer for him. He's going to be playing in the Masters. Um, first win on the on the PGA Tour, you could consider him a bit of a journeyman. I've heard that he's played on 11 tours. Um, wow. So, yeah, it's been a quite a big journey for James Hahn to... to, to Sorry, Kurt Kitayama to uh, to get to the PGA Tour. So, an amazing win for him. Um, you know, with all the big boys um, playing and all the big boys around the lead, um, it would it must have been very nice for him to have that tiny little tap in on the last hole to win that kind of money. <laughs> and it was tiny, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be honest, though. I'd mark it too and wait for my moment. It was uh, less than a centimetre um, to the hole, but he put it put a marker behind it and picked it up, and then had his moment of glory when he tapped that. One centimetre putt in for $3.6 million. I'll tell you what you did, right, Wayne? Uh, there was plenty of the big boys around him. McElroy, uh, Cantlay, Jordan Spieth, Scheffler. Um, it'll give him an enormous amount of confidence. I mean, uh, as a professional golfer looking at him, is, has he got a game that could, you know, put him into the top echelon? Or do you think he's more sort of, uh, as he has been beforehand, before now, a bit of a journeyman? Yeah, well, you, you just never know with these guys. I mean, he's had his click moment now and um, a bit like Tony Finau, you know, the, the, the floodgates mm. could open once they get a, a taste of it. Um, and they, the, that self-belief, um, you know, with all of those world-class players around him, he was able to come out on top. So that could just be the thing. There's not a lot of difference between these guys on the PGA Tour, you know, probably a little bit of self-belief and... Uh, experience in the moment, you know, surrounded by Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth and and all of those guys, he he got it done. So that could be enough. He he's, it throws him to number 19 in the world. So, you know, even though he's been on the tour for quite a while, he's um he's rocketed up to, you know, within the top 20 in the world. So he'll have lots of opportunities to do the same thing. And Jason Day, once again, Wayne, putting himself there or thereabouts, another top 10 finish. As it stands, he will be off to the Masters, but he's got the players this week. And he's, he himself has already banked $3.6 million in prize money this year. That's a crazy comeback from Jason Day, just top 10 after top 10. And, the, you know, like I said, there's very little difference between a win and finishing 10th, just a few bounces here or there. And uh, I've picked... I've gone early and I've uh, I've picked... Jason Day to win the Masters. Oh, oh really? He's in that kind of form. He plays well in the big events. He plays well around tough golf courses. He's had good runs at, at Augusta. Um, he quietly probably would be quite surprised with the, the form that he's got um, and secretly licking his lips leading into um, the Masters. It's probably his best chance to have a win, I reckon. He's been there a few times, hasn't he? That uh, year mm. that... Uh... Schwartzel won. Um, he, him and Adam were very close, weren't they? And uh, he birdied the last four holes, the South African, to win it. Um, just another uh, name to see on the leaderboard. Tied 14th at four under, a shot behind uh, Jason Day. Ryan Fox, good to see, playing in the big tournaments over there and making a mark. So good. Um, you know, everyone's favourite, especially, you know, a good friend of the show. He comes on a lot and... Uh, 
he forego his spot in the in the New Zealand Open to go and, and play and, and give himself a chance on the PGA Tour. He's certainly got the game to do it, and um, yeah, great to see him pocket a bag full of money at that Bay Hill, mm. and uh, and that'll give him some confidence too with the with the tournament starts that he's got coming up. You know, Bay Hill is is one of the bigger events on the PGA Tour, so um, with a really good field, that'll give him some confidence. Hopefully. Um, He'll go ahead and do what we we think he can, which is um, go out one week. A course will suit him, and he'll um, he'll he'll get a trophy. Got to talk to you about rules and rules officials. We've been doing this the last couple of weeks now. Jordan speech on the weekend, Andrew. I'll, I will show you the visuals of what happened, mm. and Wayne, I'll try and paint the picture best for you and the listeners. So, Jordan Spieth has teed off. He's a right-handed golfer. He's pulled his shot, and it's gone down the left-hand side of the fairway. And it's resting up against the outer perimeter fence. Mm. But it's resting off the fence by, say, 10 centimetres. So Jason goes up, approaches his ball, calls in a rules official. And the only way he can logically play it is left-handed, even though he is a right-handed golfer. So he says to the rules official, I'm going to play this left-handed. So he takes a left-handed stance, but is then standing on a cart path... Oh. where the rules official says, you can get relief straight away. He <laughs> takes relief and plays the shot right-handed into the green. <laughs> now, he said at the end of the, the round, he said, I felt a bit guilty about doing it, but, hey, it's the rules of golf. Now, is that just for professionals, Wayne, or can, can weekend players, amateur players, do that as well? Absolutely. I mean, like I've said before, we get we get so many bad... So much bad luck in this game that um, if you can use the rules to your advantage, um, I've seen it many, many times where pros have used the the rules to their advantage in terms of um, lines of sight and grandstands and things like that. That was a pretty obvious one because the only way he could play it was left-handed. So um, a bit fortuitous, but um, definitely he did the right thing. And you, you can feel like as a golfer, as a competitor, you do feel a little bit guilty in that moment. But I guarantee you every single bloke in the field would have done the same thing. So, yeah, every now and then you get lucky and you use the rules to your advantage instead of going the other way where you have to cop penalties for silly little things. Um, mm. It's nice to get one go the other way. Oh, it's going to be used... Today at Oxley, Andrew, I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, well, it doesn't happen very often for us, and and the the, the rubbish you cop from your playing partner is probably not worth it. Just take it on. The <laughs> oh field. yeah, you'll get it from them for sure. <laughs> and I don't think you'll have a rules official at Oxley following you around, Paul. That'll be that'll be the this difference is true, as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trying to convince <laughs> your playing partners to get away yeah, with it's going right. to be the hard part. And they're very tough on rules. Uh, mm. Wayne, you mentioned before the New Zealand Open, a good win to Brendan Jones. Yeah, my good old mate Brendan Jones, um, probably the most underrated player in in Australian golf. Okay. You know, it's it's his nineteenth win, fifteen wins in Japan, over a billion yen up in Japan. Sort of, it's the quiet tour up there, but he's mm. um, he's been an amazing player up there for a long time. Has had moderate success in the United States, but preferred to play in in uh, in Japan, and uh, he was one of those guys he, he made the cut on the number and we've been talking a lot about um cuts lately you know with the with live and yeah. the pga tour now making these so brendan jones made the cut on the number had to grind it out on a friday afternoon to make the cut at four under and then went ahead and shot a course record 62 and a 67 in the last round to um to win by three so 
Um, yeah, just made the cut and won the tournament by three. But uh, one for the old boys. Um, and congratulations to Brendan. Um, a great, great player. It's actually his first win on the Australasian Tour. So um, after a couple of runner-ups, including a, a runner-up at the Australian Open, um, his first win. So I'm sure he's very proud of that one at the ripe old age of 46. I tell you what, it was well received by his you know, fellow professionals because I saw him walking off to the scorer's hut and usually you see a player mobbed on the green and, you know, four or five players. He had about 20 blokes around him and there was champagne and beers. He was well as anything when he got there to sign his card. Yeah, and, and you know, having played in, in Japan, unfortunately, the the end-of-year Japan tournaments tend to clash with a lot of the Australian tour events. So Brendan probably hasn't played in Australia as, as much as he would have liked. Um, otherwise, he would have won a lot more, but the New Zealand Open being in, in February traditionally um, has been an event that Brendan could play in a lot. So he's actually gone over there and, and used it as a bit of a holiday in Queenstown. It is it is an amazing place to go and play golf. Um, he's taken his family and friends and things over to, to Queenstown and usually had a pretty good time doing it, but this this year he's, um, he's played some good golf. So he's made a lot of friends in New Zealand um, over the years, being able to go there and, and play. Even when he was in the top 100 and top 50 in the world, he, he went over there and enjoyed himself. So lots of friends for, for BJ over in uh, in New Zealand and that you could see that they appreciated him going with that win. I yeah. See, yeah, sorry, sorry Paul, you, you I, go. I just see the uh, Players' Championship this weekend, uh, Wayne, and just a small matter of a $25 million purse. So, uh, <laughs> obviously, the stakes are being raised uh, for one of the big tournaments outside the uh, majors. Yeah, uh, you know, and, uh, we harp on about um, the Live versus the PGA Tour, but, uh, yeah, the, the players on the PGA Tour must be pretty wrapped that they're playing for, for that kind of money. They certainly wouldn't have been doing that if it wasn't for Greg Norman and his breakaway tour. So $25 million this week, um, amazing sort of cash. I hope that um, someone that really needs it comes out and, and wins it. Like, I want to see Joel Darman or someone like that win it. So be good to watch. Hasn't impressed everyone, though, the the, uh, the new schedule and the news prize money. James Hahn, you made mention of him just a, a couple of minutes ago. He's the first PGA Tour professional that has come out and said, you know, this new scheduling going forward, this big prize money, it has created a divide between, the say, the top 30 or 40 PGA players that will get to all these events and the Tier 2 type of player, which which James obviously finds his himself as one of those. Now, he's come out and said... The PGA Tours, like Rory McIlroy, were uh, giving it a hard time to live players, saying, why don't they just say they're going there for money? And now he's saying, why aren't these guys coming saying they're just staying here because of this increased prize money? Yeah, you can't disagree with him. Um, you know, that James Hahn, a two-time winner on the PGA Tour, but still considered to be one of those guys that keeps his card, but, but not a draw card. Um, You'd have to say the likes of Pat Perez, um, who's playing on live, would be one of those guys as well. But yeah, that, that now that they're playing for huge amounts of money and they've decided to play in shorter fields, it does it does fill the pockets of the guys that they really didn't want to defect, and doesn't make much of a difference to the guys in the second half of the field. So you see guys like Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, and Jordan Spieth. Um, being able to stay playing for the PGA Tour and make the same sort of money that they would if they went to live. Um, then you've got Tiger and Rory with their 
TGL um, league, which is a, a simulated golf um, thing. There's only 12 or 15 players in that. I'm sure they're getting a bucket full of cash to do that as well. So um, they just found a different way to be able to um, pay the players to stay on the PGA Tour, I think. Uh, Wayne, we were talking about rules before, and I don't know if you saw about it or read about it, but a rather bizarre opening in the New Zealand Open when a player was in the rough and hit his ball and there was a ball buried below his. So two came out. Um, <laughs> what's the ruling there? <laughs> yeah, look, that, that you'd have to think that is a one-in-a-million shot, but I've actually seen it before. <laughs> um, oh, really? <laughs> in some of the tournaments where you have very long rough, yeah. um, you've got to think these guys go out and they play practice rounds on Tuesdays yeah. and Wednesdays and they hit a few balls and they're not as concerned about where the ball goes and uh, young Shay Wolskob from up here at Maruchi River mm. um, unfortunately had a, a, a pretty decent lead going into the last day it was a was a bit of a task for him and he, he didn't have a great day but uh, it was compounded with the fact that he had to <laughs> hit a shot out of the rough and be confused by the the ball that just popped up and went to his right one went towards the green so luckily for him no penalty involved okay. um he was intending to play his ball and uh, and they were able to find it so yeah uh, definitely a uh, a one in a million for the average player but i i have seen it before it's quite bizarre though you could see the look on his face he was uh, he was dumbfounded at what had happened but uh, he might have thought he i'm sure it. it'll go viral that's for sure <laughs> good on you wayne always a pleasure to chat golf mate we'll talk next week can't wait, boys. Have a good week.